This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Friday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for our opening market discussion. Matt, what are we seeing in the grains today? Yeah, it looks like maybe there's a little bit of optimism uh, as far as the overnight was going. We had corn up two to three at one point, but then, you know, exports were released this morning. Exports were at the low end, uh, end of expectations uh, for corn, whereas soybeans were pretty much abysmal. So, uh, you know, the overnight markets closed with beans in the red uh, and corn up uh, slightly. So, I'll tell you what, it's been a rough week. Um, you got to hope that maybe we can at least put some sort of an effort together here uh, going into the weekend. But um, the sellers have been very active, uh, you know, and we've continued to lose ground, uh, pouring salt in the wound, uh, you know, after seeing uh, pretty rough markets, especially with regards to corn over the last few weeks here. Yeah, and for corn right now, it's been a tough run. Uh, the past two days, seeing the March contract lose over $0.12. Cents. It's made new contract lows very close to that $4 mark, which is you know a little bit hard to believe, Matt, just when we think about the overall picture and where we were just a little bit ago with corn prices. I, I say a little bit ago, a, couple, a year ago or so, but it has been just such a different change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough pill to swallow. You know, the thing is, though, We've known for several months that we were heading towards, you know, a two billion type uh, discussion as far as the stocks go, you know, and so uh, we've tried to kind of get out ahead of it as much as possible. But with that being said, you know, I don't want to quarterback it. It's just uh, we've got to look for the signs in the market to help us make our decisions. Uh, and, and there's no doubt that at this point, things look pretty rough. Now, from the positive side of things, I guess you got to ask yourself, how much of this bearishness from big world and big U.S. stocks is already built into the market? Because uh, there's no question that uh, there, there's a fair amount of it already into the market. So, you know, can we go lower? Yeah, of course we can. I think over the long haul, I guess I'd be concerned that, you know, your, your December corn market could be headed in the same direction that you're seeing March corn right now if you have a decent crop here this year. We know acreage is probably going to be a fairly strong and so with that being said, uh, yeah, there will be some concerns later in the year. So I still think there's a fair amount of risk to manage here. And for soybeans this week anyway, it's been kind of the same story as corn where both have opened slightly higher and then they've kind of faded throughout the day. That seems like that's been the trend this week. Yeah, it seems like any sort of rally efforts whatsoever, uh, the sellers show up in mass quantity. You know, whether it's corn or beans, uh, you name it, uh, we're just really struggling to enjoy any prosperity whatsoever in these markets. So for soybeans, you've got really good long-term support coming in here from last summer. Uh, is that going to hold is the big question. Uh, me and the guys on my team, we've all felt like beans uh, would have found support before this, just in transparency. Uh, but we kind of feel like this might be the point where you finally step in and say, yeah, it sure looks like we got good support there. So uh, I think moving forward, you, you certainly have to see that hold. If it doesn't, it definitely could open the way to more downside. Uh, but at the same time, there's still a lot of unknowns, whether you're talking South America. Uh, obviously, Argentina's got a pretty good crop. But with Brazil, there's just a, a lot of different uh, thought processes on how big is that crop going to be. Is it going to be $10 million lower than the USDA's current estimate at 156? 
Could it be 15 lower? I mean, there's a lot of different thoughts there. And so uh, until we really quantify that, I think, you know, maybe uh, maybe uh, we don't go ahead and make new lows for, uh, you know, uh, and break the summer lows. I, I, that's my hope anyway. On the other side of the ag marketplace, we have the livestock complex where it has been much more friendly recently, especially yesterday for the most part. We saw quite a bit of green on the screen. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's just a lot of interest in owning uh, the, you know, fast feeders, you name it. The numbers definitely on this Catalan feed report are thought to be quite friendly. Uh, whether they will or not, of course, remains to be seen. Uh, but our thought process is that, you know, maybe you take a little bit of profit here. I mean, we've basically run straight up. Uh, you've got to assume that there'd be some profit taking on bullish news because that's a lot of times what happens. You rally into the report once you get the report, uh, which we won't be able to trade it today. Uh, once you get the report there next Monday, you know, I'm, I guess my fear would be a lot of folks would say, hey, for now, we've sure run this thing hard enough for the time being. Uh, I don't know that that's what's going to happen, but I just know that that's kind of the way the market feels to me. I'm still longer term friendly. I still feel like, uh, you know, there's a chance you could see a new all-time high. We never quite got to that $200 on fats last year. Uh, could we see that again? Absolutely. It's just that, uh, you know, it might be a little premature to get into that discussion. And you talk about longer-term friendliness. Well, that certainly applies to the hog market, where just a short term ago we were talking about how you know hard the picture looked right now for hogs. But here in just a few weeks later, things have turned at least a little bit for the short term. Matt, what's been the uh, driving force for the hogs? There's a variety of things, but there's no doubt whenever you see such strength in cattle, a lot of times it'll kind of spill over and hogs will be able to enjoy it as well. You know, we've had some pretty darn good export sales on uh, both fats, uh, you know, uh, uh, and and hogs. And so I, I've got to think uh, with demand staying fairly good, uh, looking at what's going on in totality in the meat sector, it's, it's definitely boded well uh, for hogs. Hogs have just been beaten up for so long, you know, and just oversold as can possibly be. Now, we've seen a lot of other stuff oversold as can possibly be lately. And so we've got to hope maybe they'll catch a little bit of the, uh, tailwind that we've seen out of the hog market. But uh, for right now, I think we're probably getting a little bit rich. I don't know that I want to go uh, and put too many contracts in that triple digit mark uh, just yet. I, I think we'll have a hard time doing it. Matt Bennett of agmarket.net, our guest here on Friday. As always, thanks so much for the information here today, Matt. What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Yeah, it's just agmarket.net. It's the best place to go to get basically anything you want to learn about us, what we do, the services we offer, and uh, get all our contact info as well. We appreciate your time this morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Yep, same to you, bud. That was Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn up a half cent at 406.5. March soybeans down four even at 11.43 and three quarters. March soybean meal down $2.30 at 332.60. March soybean oil down 9 cents at 44.12. Chicago wheat up 5 even at 5.88 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat unchanged at 6.51 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up 1 and a quarter at 5.75 and a quarter. And March oats up 1 even at 3.64 even. On the Merck, April live cattle down 2 cents at 186.52. March feeder cattle unchanged at 252.05. April lean hogs up 10 cents at 
April pork cutout up $1.25 at $93.25, and Class 3 milk up $0.05 cents at $17.18. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.